0: It's time for Who Watch, Time and Relative Blackness in Space.
1: It's Bayana, Connie, and Robin coming to you live from the Time Vortex.
2: Today, we're discussing episode 7 of Doctor Who season 11, Kerblam! Uh, in this episode, the Doctor it's still blam, loves the Fez, uh, Yaz is quick on our feet, and Ryan knows his way around a warehouse. So so she was so excited. She was like, it's the Kerblam man! <laughs> and I just really just love
1: Jodie. <laughs> Jodie really was brings in excitement like, to... Yeah. Anyway. I was literally like, I'm glad that you're happy, but this seems like, like, what is the uh, security situation on the TARDIS that you yeah. just be letting... And that so you just trying to random. avoid it
2: for a long time. And I'm interested in the idea that we can see out into the Vortex, like there's a window out of the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, I don't know quite yet how I feel about that, but there's a window in the TARDIS, a sort of Was well, it a window or like it's a, a, I guess yeah. it's a screen, but like, it's placed like a window and i don't think we've ever really seen so maybe
0: it's like a yeah we've never seen outside but i was like maybe it's like a projector or something we're like yeah i don't know it was definitely different
2: yeah yeah but just the windowness of it is um interesting to me yeah um, especially because we haven't i don't think we've ever seen the vortex from inside the tardis like that before Mm-hmm. and I haven't been paying attention if it's been changing colors like in the
0: RTD days no nah, it's more like it. it's more like the because um, I think the only other time we see it is during arachnids in the UK which I've now seen like three more times because my <laughs> sister loves it and every time she's like can I watch a, a ratchets in there and I'm like no not what can't it's you called. just but say spider okay. the spider one the spider one but like it's kind of like a mix of like there's not one particular color it's like yeah like kind of Again, purple, the lava blue red situation. yeah looks kind of like a a beehive a little bit in some moments so kerblam is basically future amazon yeah and i mean it's funny because i was just watching the patriot act with um yes! i was just watching that one that some episode is that was talking about amazon mm-hmm. um and so like as i was watching it i was like wow this is trash like
2: (laughs) and like i think um Amani in our slack said just in time for black friday which is funny because like that's only a u.s thing i think um i don't think so it's
1: it's it's now global it's a new thing because i was watching um eight out of ten caps or mock the week i was watching a british panel show that is you know current and they were talking about black friday hmm. and how like weirdly like we've brought this thing like this this there's this thing now that we're supposed to do but it's a dumb thing and they made <laughs> it seem like they were bringing over a holiday but it's just like a let's beat each other up and so i think they've they're trying to make it go international
2: interesting which i mean that makes, makes sense it, from the makes sense, capitalism point of view but also like they don't have the day off <laughs> it works right. in the u.s because we're off already <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway.
1: But, yeah, they're trying to do Black Friday and Cyber Monday and make it so same. Yeah, but I
2: guess it was purposefully
1: slotted, possibly. I mean, it's, I mean, it's still, for the BBC, like, even though it's a BBC-centric show, like, they still take into account, like, BBC right. America um, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, like, Amazon, I think it was, like, we have this... I don't think it was like, Oh, we need to do it for Black Friday. I think it's more like we have this seri- like this episode and then like the higher ups are like, Oh, we'll slate it for this time.
2: Yeah, I think or maybe it just happened to work out, you know, like wizard teams sometimes just like the timing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's totally possible. So yeah, so it's so it's future Amazon where it's ninety percent powered by robots and they like are super proud that they're like a ten percent people powered company, which means one person for every ten thousand workers, which just like to me is it seems or one people person for every ten thousand yeah, workers. Just Sorry, so HR that's the like, person lady. who Yeah, like an HR person. But it just seems Like, and it's one of those things that they kind of do a good job of showing as we, like, are walking through is these, like, robots that keep popping up and they're like, hey, what's going on? Or like, Mm -hmm. hey, maybe work faster. But it's creepy. And, like, even before, like, shit starts going down, you're already kind of in this mode where you're like, okay, so, like, we're surrounded. (laughs) Yes, they very purposefully
2: played up the... Creepy factor knowing what they were going to do later to subvert it, but it was just like they just keep popping up. Their faces, mm-hmm. you know, their eyes are lit up. They were like, really
1: reminding me a lot of the Starship UK, like, yeah, the Beast Below clowns, they the Beast do. Below, like, clowns, um, yeah, or whatever they were. It's like, please keep your um, leisure talking
2: to your leisure time. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, like no, thank you.
1: <laughs> but it was also like really funny because I love Lee I was super excited. It was super bummed because his, his, his um, role was. I mean, it's a good sized character, but it's a minor character. He's a minor character still. But
2: Okay, so for non else. the Anglophiles, who is Lemak?
1: Lemak was the dad that was Yaz's friend. He is Damn. Dan. He is best known for the panel show Would I Lie to You? And you should totally go on YouTube and watch it. You can watch all of them. It's David Mitchell. You guys know who David Mitchell is. He was one of the robots and dinosaurs I on the spaceship. I only know that on because of you. So. Um, God, David Mitchell, Mitchell and Webb. These people are... Okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> he is a comedian. He's really known for, like, being, like, working class. And, like, he kind of plays up being, like, not posh. Not stupid, but stupid. Mm. You know? Just like, just like a, a, a dude you want to grab a beer with. I knew you were gonna say that. I uh, saw it in your eye. I couldn't think of something else. like you <laughs> want to go to the pub after a game. He nothing watches, else. It's fine. Like he he watches football while David Mitchell is like very cerebral and like doesn't know who Beyonce is.
0: Mm.
1: Like that's like the roles that they play. You I'm know, not
0: someone you want me to okay.
1: I mean he knows who Beyonce is, but he plays up the like I'm just an old mm. like old man who doesn't know what pop is like pop oh. music I don't know them and it's funny when he does it anyway back he knows who Beyonce is, likes football and is i don't know he's funny the whole point of that though is to say i was they played up the fact that he was in this episode um he was like one of the you know. People in the you know who to, who were going to see the season you know it was like Shane Zaza, uh, Chris Noss, Lee Back, and I was like Lee Back, and then he didn't do anything. Yeah,
0: he, he did died. die pretty
1: soon. The the whole point of reason why I brought him up was like he he did die early, but he was the one that was like this is not normal, mm-hmm. and like so he was giving the robots names. He was like trying to make it, trying to like humanize them in a way that was like. Also making fun of the fact that like my coworkers are robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, he was the only one until we have the reveal about Charlie. Kind of the only one who didn't wasn't like blindly into the system. Yeah, like he appreciated his job and was you know happy to be working. But he didn't have the same level of like everything's fine that like Kira did, for instance.
0: Yeah, um, Kira was like weirdly cheerful. Yeah, Maybe but I that was me. one. Of I know the that things. was the point, but I was just like, "Girl, please." <laughs>
1: and this was one of the criticisms that I that we had about the show as a whole was like, and we're going to get into it more, but like mm-hmm. the idea of and someone had wrote a completely like separate thread on Twitter, like not about Doctor Who at all, but actually about taking your vacation time, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. we have this like like this culture of everyone being thankful for having a job and like. We should not, we shouldn't be thankful to have a job and we shouldn't be like worried about the company over our own needs. And we shouldn't yeah. be like, it should be. And I think this is kind of what the sh- the episode was trying to do, but like, I can, we can quarrel about whether or not they, they actually accomplish it. Like it, it should be that a company is just as thankful for its human employees and treats the human employees as indispensable as the human employees treat the job as indispensable Mm -hmm. and even more so like like employees should be, it should feel liberated to be like, take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Like I can move on from this job and get another job. Like they shouldn't feel stuck or worried that anything that they do will end up losing them their job. And then they're just like left without any options.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, so I feel like I feel like this this if this was a they were trying to do a capitalism critique, but it wasn't really clear if it was a critique or not. And uh, you know, it's been a while, but this reminded me of Sleep No More. Um,
1: in that <laughs> they thought they were doing something. In that
0: they, but I don't, but I don't
1: want to like put it, put it all the it on more, the same. I it think was they, more enjoyable than Sleep No More. That's exactly
0: that's why I'm For like sure. I don't want to put it on the same thing. But that's but Sleep No More is the last episode that I can remember where they were, where they were at least trying to. Critique capitalism or at least we're trying to Seem clever in Critiquing capitalism because I think that's more What Sleep Noir was doing is they were just really Trying to seem like They were super smart and Amazing and look at me And my you know super cool I go I'm against the I go against the grain I don't know any other way to be I just march the beat of my own drum All of that aside <laughs> I felt like I, there was a there was a like I think they they kind of talked a lot about like or at least showed in the beginning was a lot about like how the humans are being exploited while also like not really valued like even though um, Judy, who by the way the actress was in the last season of Broadchurch and I can't think of her name right now but she was like a pretty big character in that season so Judy seemed like she very much wanted to help mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but but it didn't feel like she fully got the the resources that she needed to do that. And then Slade, who was, like, her boss, kind of didn't seem like he cared until the end where you find out, oh, plot twist, he did care I don't know. It was weird yeah. um, because you could see that, like, Clearly, the automation was where they wanted to go, um, or where they had gone, and then it kind of went wrong, and now they're like, we gotta bring the people in, and so that, so it was very clearly there's some exploitation there, because, like, these people don't go home to see their family, like, it's not really clear how much they get paid, but then... On the other end, there was a moment where the doctor says, the systems aren't the problem. How people use and exploit this system, that's the problem. Which doesn't feel true. Like I, And, and that was the part where I started to be like, is this supposed to be a critique of capitalism or not? Because yeah. like, one of the things about capitalism is that it is inherently exploitative. And so to say that it's not the capitalistic system that's the problem, it's how people use it, is just like, false so I, yeah. it was it was unclear what they were trying to do with that and like obviously like I don't know I think for me it feels weird to have shows like this like it felt that way when I was watching Sleep No More 2 where it was like I don't feel like y'all should do this because you're not not capitalist so like what's the point <laughs> right yeah it's like
2: the, <laughs> the end of the day. a TV show on a network that makes millions of dollars and yeah. even, in the U- even in the UK it's like publicly funded right but that doesn't negate their, no, like, no, no. Right. whole merchandising machine. No, of course. But I'm, I just wanted to make sure I, like, acknowledge that factor of it because yeah. it's like they get public money and, like, on top yeah. of being a private, <laughs> like, a, in, a, getting private Sesame money, Street,
1: you know? It's a Sesame Street problem where, like, you get a public money, but also you're making millions upon millions, and then people are upset on, that you're like, getting public money. Stuff, but, yeah.
2: Like, Bayana was sor- sort of saying of, like, what's... It's hard for a show like this to make that critique properly because it's the same system. So they and then they didn't actually go where they could have gone in critiquing the system. Like they kind of like ended up middle of the road with their critique. So it wasn't really a critique of how capitalism works at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, that part was weird. I felt like I felt like I liked this episode for like not plot reasons if that makes mm.
1: sense. Well, I think like plot reasons, but the overall like the message Maybe I guess plot, the like allegory the yeah. like yeah, yeah. With, the and metaphor what's really was funny, off. It's like. The metaphor was yeah. off. Yeah, when when I was watching it, I really enjoyed it. Same. And then when we were talking about it on the slack, and then it was like, what was the what was the point, the argument that they were making? And I was like, oh yeah, that doesn't work.
2: Yeah, I was um, watching it for for this, and I got distracted while the episode was playing, and it was the end of the episode. And I found myself not caring to undistract myself for the end of the episode. Like it was at the perfect moment of like Charlie revealed himself, and the thing exploded. And I was just like, "Oh, okay," because I didn't really feel like going through watching that part again. I think someone on Twitter was like, "I enjoyed." Maybe it was Claudia from Io9. I think she was like, "I enjoyed the first ninety percent of this episode, and then the other ten percent. What happened?" Yeah, and that's the how Charlie I felt. Charlie trying was to rewatch like,
1: it, the Charlie reveal felt he is, he's an actor on something, and I and. I like him, and his face made me feel like, oh, I I like you, Charlie. that was the point, I don't know what I know him from, but I know that I liked him. But the reveal in his, like, kind of manifesto, his written, like, his spoken manifesto, was just like, but this don't make no sense, Charlie. Yeah,
0: I had a lot of- (laughs) And that's literally what the doctor was saying, but then I'm like, if the doctor's saying what we're saying, but, like, he still- I don't know. It just felt
1: like that- Yeah, it was just, like, a very strange thing to, like- yeah, and I and the thing too is like coming off of Demons of Punjab, which I think they did a very good job of talk, of like showing how you can be radicalized and how you can mm. you know kind of go down that path. Yeah, um, they didn't and like really believe in your cause to a to the extent where you would like let your brother die or murder your brother. I don't know, uh, but yeah. what Charlie was doing, which was like I'm yeah. gonna kill all these people, and then what? Kerblam! says that they're sorry, they pay damages, they... I think the public they, is supposed to
2: uprise to be mad right, about the like, automatic That's, robots, and then they're supposed to let, trust them less and then hire more humans? but
1: what? Maybe? 10%, 15, 15%, right, percent exactly, more? 20% exactly, percent right, more exactly,
2: Like right? His plan like, was not thought out. And I agree with what you're saying in that, like, the, in Demons of Punjab, they spent time showing Manish and what his thought... Some of his thought process, so you saw it gradually increase as the episode went on. But because they wanted Charlie to be a reveal, we don't get that same interest, like point of view or introspection in order to see, like, all right, these and are the gripes that he <laughs> has, and this is yeah, what they he feels about it. So that when we do get to the end, and he's so radical... Then you know, we would have been able to understand, like, oh man, this is they kind of laid it out without us knowing, and then you know, they bait and switched us or whatever. Um, but they didn't do that because they were there are a lot of characters and because they wanted to focus on it being this big reveal that it was him, yeah, even though the reveal moment is good, but that's separate,
0: <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate this season's um commitment. To commitment, having, commitment to having at least one fucked up white boy person per
1: episode. <laughs> like they're doing a really good Most job at that, and I appreciate the Most like of the except for season, episode one. I think I think well, who was every... the fucked up white boy in *Demons of Punjab*? Just Mark all Europeans, Mountbatten, oh, and and the I, other I, I British the colonialists. Them, there like there wasn't like <laughs> yeah. on there wasn't there a specific was a colonial, one that There was though. a amorphous <laughs> fucked up whiteness that just yes. permeated throughout. Exactly, the episode okay, exactly. Okay. And
0: I and you know you know if I was a, a straight white male and had been watching Doctor Who fifty five years and just loved all the whiteness of it. And then all of a sudden there's a woman and there's people of color on my TARDIS. And then on top of that, they just keep painting me as the bad guy. I, too, would, like, <laughs> write a strongly worded letter on the, online and continue to watch and not boycott um, because I'm so mad. What is wrong with you today? What's wrong with me? <laughs> She's on TED today. <laughs> Take <Man>. a nap. J.K. <laughs> Rowling is doing the most, and so I just am feeling a lot of things.
1: So She just woke up and said, J.K. Rowling don't have no fucks. I don't have no fucks.
2: I mean, Jacob I only needs to, to be on this list, to be I'm just saying
0: that, personally, I appreciated that. <laughs> yes, Because I absolutely. thought it was like, Slade, and I was like, oh, we get another fucked up white boy, and I was like, oh, no, it's not Slade. Okay, it's just kidding. Different and it was Charlie, and I was like, whoa, well, <laughs> check off the list. Like, <laughs> it is consistent, and yes.
2: I appreciate that. And I think that it's interesting, because even if you, like, exclude their whiteness, which, why would you? Uh, it's an important <laughs> character of it, but it is their a... maleness Or maleness, but, like, it's been humanity every episode except for episode one. Like, for some reason, or not for some reason, but, like, at least... I mean, some of them are human-presenting, I guess. Like, the Space Race one and the Saranga one. But there's been a lot of, like, human error this season, which seems to be a consistent... Like, the villains... And we have talked earlier this season about how the villains... Are, haven't been as, like, compelling compared to past seasons, but it's mostly because they're, like, trash humans, I think.
0: <laughs> right, and I think that's the interesting thing, too, is, like, I like I kind of appreciate that they're going this route in trying to tell new stories, because I think that if they had been, like, throwing a bunch of new aliens at us, it probably would have felt like a lot, if that makes sense. Like, I think, like, giving us a sense of, um, and having them be, like, you know, fairly evil and we'll probably see them more times and they'll be, um, like, more of an enemy against the Doctor versus, like, the Patang, who's cute and is, like, a big ball of chaos but, like, is not malicious in any kind of way. So, like, I think having only a few has made it a little bit easier to kind of take in all the other new things that we are getting and, like, yeah. you know, by next season we'll probably get the Daleks back and we may get new monsters big, even big, more, big, like, big, born big. monsters, but, Yeah. Because even when we, when it seemed like the robots were the bad guy, which, like, I still don't really trust the teammates, but, like, when we found out, like, when we thought it was them, it still felt very dark. Like, we've had, even though it's not the same robots, we've had, like, they robots They were almost Cybermen. Action. Like, I think as we were watching. We were that. almost Cyberman and it's Live. also even the ones, the angels from that one Christmas special with Kylie Minogue, I think someone brought up, mm-hmm. which I don't like that episode, but it's I like that where the said. robots I so. love that,
1: like that episode.
0: Um But I don't the like
1: Titanic? It.
2: Yeah, it was. Maybe I need to give it another try, but no. <laughs> quite a bit. It's stupid.
1: It's, it's so stupid. <laughs> but it's stupid in like a, it's harmlessly stupid. Sure. I don't know. I was. I think. I, I think it was.
0: I mean, like it was fine, but I think I was mostly bored. But yeah. But yeah. the the point is that like the the kind of like concept of like oh there's these robots and they're evil is not a new one in Doctor right. Who. I mean, or in sci-fi in general. But be, like you know, even if they had been the bad guys, it wouldn't have felt like a new villain. Yeah, like, no, capital for sure. Villain.
2: Um, speaking so. of the robots, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do quibble against the line, um, and we've discussed this because of the bill thing from last season. So, uh, you know, at the beginning of the episode, the doctor says some of my best friends are robots, and I dislike that line Ugh. for two reasons: because yeah. of the because of the reason, which like, all right, I'm over it. But also, is she talking about Nardal? Because that's just an extra reason why I need her to stop. Because uh, Nardal was technically I didn't a robot.
0: Even, let's see. I, mm. <laughs>
1: That's
2: crazy. But yeah, Nardo was a robot. Yeah, he got. I like, thought
1: it was like a cyborg.
2: I mean, what's? <laughs> am I being robotist if I say what's the difference? <laughs> a little, but no. like, like, you is like, so,
0: like that's, so that was because nice there's a like, fine I line I think so I between a
2: cyborg yeah. and
1: android and like an actual I robot. But sometimes cyborgs were born the human. A, was born human and then got progressively like bionic. Human? But was Nardal born human? We don't know. Well, not human, but he was an organic born. He was organic. <laughs>
2: was he? And, I don't then know. His,
1: and then his parts got all messed up. Because
2: he survived when he really shouldn't have.
1: But by then he was a cyborg, right? Girl, Listen, I don't, I don't need to dive into Nardal's history. Exactly. I don't care. Yeah. I don't even know why we had to even say <laughs> his name. It's fine. Right. Either way. Either way, there is, I think, a distinct difference that is there important is one. For, yeah. for for other any of characters the sci-fi that are not who
2: want
0: to Well, like for some I mean, he had, if it was
1: a different character, we could discuss the differences. The doctor had but
0: handles for like that okay. one episode yeah so that,
2: you know the yeah. Cyber, yeah Cyberman head so Cyberhead. some of her best friends are robots but you know i just yeah i don't I, I, I don't i always cause... feel
0: weird when like white people make the some of my best friends are blank exactly. jokes when like they still make those jokes or not even they they still say that phrase unironically in real life so and, it oh, feels yeah, weird. it's like they're only
2: we only have like two
0: like writers of color on your staff right now so like, yeah one, like, that i'm joke, like let's not one, like... i'm like it's cute i'm glad you, i'm glad you tried but like whatever <laughs> yeah like it's not like i'm not i wasn't mad at it like i wasn't like aggressively yeah, yeah. upset i was just more like mm, okay. yeah i like frowned
2: amidst <laughs> yeah. like 13 being adorable because like the fez was back the psychic paper was back and i was like 13 and then she said that and i was just like oh
0: right well see like i really like about the doctor this like this episode but also like i appreciate the callbacks to different like doctors in a way that's yes. like not because i think one of my things with um season five of doctor who was like i hated how it was so cut and dry yeah and was, like there no were like, there was like except for the ones except for like amy forgetting about the daleks like that was like the only time that there was, but it was like, and that mention was only even in then. reference
2: to in deference to like the idea of like we don't want to talk about that. So then maybe forgot so that they could not have to mention it for real. So it's not
0: technically a reference. But again, it's like the cut and dry kind of like nah. And I I appreciate that like, obviously, I feel like the show feels very different and it definitely feels like a, um, like they're going in a different direction than the show was going up until last season. But I appreciate her being like, Hey, it's a fez. And like, look at me, it's still me. Like she, (laughs) she ordered that shit as 11 right forgot i was coming i will order that shit traveled 200 plus years without ever getting it and then ended up back in that galaxy (laughs) and was like oh what's good um although i do wonder and then like you know the um the what is it the agatha christie um yeah yeah,
1: reference.
0: like I (laughs) and that's another episode i've seen a lot yeah um, because i I mean that's And I was like, yeah! And so, like, I just appreciate, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, a full thing, but just, uh, like, I did that thing once. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I do
2: wonder if she didn't order it as 11, but, in fact, and I don't know how it would really happen, but... I think Kablam ordered it for
1: 11, but it came to 13.
2: I think they ordered (laughs) it for 13, like, maybe, yes. I feel like it ordered it for the doctor as something that would... The Make doctor would enjoy oh, I to get that. That entreat, entice her or him to come to the factory um, because they wrote the note. And that's why I say that. Also, I just wanted to remember, because I, when I rewatched the episode, I realized that this didn't happen. So Ryan pops the bubble wrap at the beginning of the episode. yeah, um, And so they didn't explode. Thankfully, he almost killed them all. But then at the end of the episode... I guess they were all just messing with Graham then, or did he
1: take new bubble wrap from the Kirkplant factory? <laughs> no, I think they were just like, bam, we just, right. Like, it's too fresh, it's too new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Just, be cool. I just
2: was
1: be wondering, careful. Because I was
2: like, because at, the, at first I thought, after I watched the episode the first time, I was like, yeah, don't, blow, don't pop that. That's going to blow everybody up. But then I rewatched it and realized that Ryan actually pops it at the beginning, and I was like, oh, it's the same one. They just didn't want him to be messing with the bubble wrap right now. And I think guys, it was more
1: just like, we, I don't need... Could you this. imagine the jumpiness that you would have? like
2: Every time you pop one? Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And it's know. funny because I've been... Ever since the reveal, I've been like,
0: they muffeted bubble wrap, y'all. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm not going to lie. I got a package from Amazon today. Um, and I opened it. And my sister was like, can I get the bubble wrap? And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like... I'm like, "Mm, nope, nope, you can't. Not today. (laughs) Not today.
2: Give me a week. Give me a minute. (laughs) And then in terms of, like, the robots and the system, I am once again mad at the robot and the system. Like, And this is the thing that the episode doesn't really dive into either in terms of what we were talking about earlier about, like, they don't really critique the... Syst- they say that the system is the imperfect... Is the perfect part, and then humans are the things that are exploding it. But no, the system is what killed Kira. The system mm-hmm, attracted yeah. her, like... Arrested her, attracted her to punish Charlie for what he's doing. And I'm like, first yeah. of all, how dare you? Like, excuse you. Don't be using fridging. women. Yeah, just fridging. <laughs> Poor yeah. Kira in bubble wrap. And then... You know, going back to the idea of like the system is what did that just to punish Charlie, one person, so they knew that he liked her. It knew that he liked her, so like it killed her. And it's like, no, the system got to go down too.
1: Yeah, I think they're like they they were trying to have nuance, but they didn't get there. They get it? Yeah, yeah, there wasn't enough time. But I think, by the
2: time the reveal came at the end, it was sort of like yeah. it all felt, felt kind of rushed.
1: yeah but i think that they were trying to say like i think what they wanted to say was like the system isn't perfect but neither are we Mm -hmm. and i think it's more because this is like a thing that we and we in tech um people in tech not everyone's in tech oh my god i'm becoming that person (laughs) there's this like ongoing thing in which they're like i feel like people are thinking like you know Let's say Facebook, because fuck Facebook. Like Facebook is against us, but it's not Facebook. There isn't like a person behind a desk that's like making this. Mm-hmm. It's like it's an algorithm, and it's like, but some a dude wrote that algorithm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the algorithm There's is fucking flawed. It,
2: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and it's like, and you're like, and data isn't gonna save you. And data can be just as biased. Data can be just as like, and it and it's and it's also how you use the data, and you start off from people and so like the system isn't perfect because the system at a certain at at its fundamental level like when they go back and they use twirly or whatever and they want to go back to like the beginning of Kerblam, like some dude was sitting behind a computer who wrote that code Mm -hmm. and then it grew and it grew upon itself but like some dude was like let's make this efficient let's cut out the need for as many people as possible Mm mm-hmm and the thing I did also not like was that we got middle management. So we saw um, Slade and then, like, the People Operations woman.
2: Yeah. And then jo- it's, like,
1: up to Judy? Judy? Judy. But then at Judy? the end, it's up to them to, like, go back and, like, yeah. tell someone. There wasn't a CEO or, like, a board, mm-hmm. you know, that were, like, that's who should have yeah. been on that. With and that's not another at
2: thing at the end where I'm just, like, what was the point of this? Because, you know, they're... Jody and Slade were like, yeah, we're going to change. You as one person in front of ten, in charge of 10,000 just people, 10, people. Just people. That's not including all the robots that you were in charge mm-hmm. of. So, how is it that like you two people out of this entire moon's worth of factory of warehouse for a, a self-governing, self almost sentient planet or moon Really, the two of you are going to be the ones to make the changes that are necessary. No, especially because, as Robin said, they're middle management people, and you know, as someone who's worked in retail, like they have no power. <laughs> the people right. who they don't are in have charge the of the store, power. the people who are in charge of the store, can only do so much if corporate is like coming down on them to make whatever rules Numbers. are in place. Uh, yeah. You know, uh-huh. so like they were basically the the HR person and like the store manager. Or maybe the, maybe the district manager. But there's still always someone <laughs> higher up who's in yeah. charge of those decisions. And so it makes no sense and doesn't hold. Especially considering, like, the whole point of the episode was, like, you can't really trust people. <laughs> so you're just going to... Yeah. The doctor's just going to be like, sure.
0: Yeah, you, you
2: guys You'll got it. it. You don't need yeah. any help with that, right? They're like, no, we can't help you. We're freelance. Which was cute. And, like, facts. Like, they don't have yeah. the actual experience to help with this situation, but there's still, like, there isn't anyone who has, like, experience in this situation, and it seems like there's a whole half a galaxy full of people who right. do employment. Where space so, like, somebody Jeff needs Bezos. to be able
1: to... <laughs> right. space Jeff Bezos. Because, I mean, be that's who it needed to be. Yeah. Right, that's I mean, we to have to this whole to. thing, it's like, let's not talk about, like, we cannot talk about the ills of Amazon without talking about, like, what Jeff Bezos can and can't do. hmm You know what I mean? As yeah. CEO... As founder, as person who speaks to the board. As person all
2: the money, (laughs) the personal money in the world. Like, who is the owner of Kerblam, and what does their bank account look like? Because good lord. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, what galaxy are they
0: trying to colonize right now? So yeah, so I I think one one of the things that I liked about this episode was that Team TARDIS got to split up twice. Mm -hmm. um so we get like two different teams and like the first one we get Yaz on our own and I think at this point like man phew we're in episode seven and I haven't seen a cram-centric episode and look at us (laughs) I mean obviously there's still three more but like you know I think that it was interesting to see look I, I liked that Yaz got to be on her own we got like ryan they very much know who he is and we'll like get into that but i think with yaz we still we got to see her talk to someone who wasn't the dr graham or ryan um and we got to kind of like get more i think we got more of who she is i think that her character development is much different than at the very least than ryan but like we have the ver- we kind of like understand that she's very much in like you know she kind of she I don't want to call, she's not a Gryffindor, she's still a Slytherin, but she very much mm-hmm. kind of just like, something's going Same down, she's going based. after.
1: Yeah. yeah. But you know what else I I noticed about Yaz in this episode, too, is that she, I think she's kind of a therapist. She's like a listener. So like, in the, in the Ting episode, there was that moment when R- Ryan was kind of like spilling to Yaz about his father, and like confiding in her, and I was annoyed by it. Not annoyed at Ryan, because I thought that was, like, really good character development for Ryan. But I was annoyed that, like, she's the sounding board. But then with Dan, or Dad, or whatever, I don't know. Lee Mack.
0: Dan,
1: (laughs) Lee Mack. She was also his sounding board and was, like, asking the questions to, like, get him to kind of open up, you know? Mm -hmm. And just, like, having that face of, like, I'm here and I'm listening and I'm interested in your life. And I felt like that was important to me. Because then I was like, okay, well, that's who she is. Like, yeah. It it is intentional that she's asked that people are opening up to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I liked, I liked that we had that moment to build it off of because yeah. it kind of did let me, whereas the last time I felt like, I still don't know anything about Yaz this time. I was like, Okay, well I know now that Yaz is the kind of person who people open up to and yeah.
0: And I think I think one of the things probably like in the differences between how Ryan is being written and how Yaz is being written is we can like see Ryan's growth and like see but I think that also where they both started is different, whereas like Ryan was very much like not in a place he wanted to be and kind of feel like lost and like his confidence was kind of not great, whereas, like, yeah, it's very much new knows where she wants to be, knows where she what she needs to do to get there and doesn't like the position that she's in, but she's secure within herself. So then, like her growth and development is much different because it's a lot of it is just like seeing how she reacts to these moments because she's like, I know I got it. So let me just go after this and thing get it. let me <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm surrounded by robots. ok. I see a little, little duck under this shelf real quick. I'm out. So like she, you know what I mean, like it, I think the way that she interacts with the, with what's going on is just different because
1: she already kind of knows who she is. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that like, we talked about this not being a Graham centric episode, but I kind of think that they wanted it to be, and we're just not here for it. So we didn't get it. Like, because what I saw was the doctor switches bracelets or whatever with Graham, but actually the system wanted the doctor to be, in Maintenance because that was where she needed to like meet Charlie and stuff. Mm. Um, oh, and so Graham good job! The person I even that's catch like, that you know, I got a map, I got this, I introduced you to Charlie. Like, I'm I've built a relationship with Charlie. Um, when that should have been the doctor, but like, we just are sort of, like, I mean, I guess Graham's no. there, whatever.
2: Yeah, no, I don't, I think you make, like, you, I didn't really make that connection between the the machine putting the doctor in that place and her kind of undoing it, and then the the, 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 the kerblam was like, no, but I actually wanted you to be in violence, girl. <laughs> but I don't think this was Graham-centric at all. I feel like he had, if anything, equal moments with Ryan in terms of, You're like, not- being able Sorry. to, like, provide answers because, you know... Ryan was the one who was like, Oh, I know how to work a warehouse. Oh, I know how, you know, I know where we can get this thing. So, like, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't. I mean, I guess we Graham didn't learn centric- anything about him. Yeah, I, like I don't. Did maybe Ryan not
1: Ram centric. It's not the right way, but I think it, it, the episode wanted him to be an integral yeah.
0: part. And I think, I don't and think that he leading- was. I think that they kept the balance between the companions. Honestly, this might be the one where they got the balance the, the most, most right. Equal, yeah. I wanted yeah. Yaz to get just a little bit more. Yeah, so do I. But I think that's also because we haven't <laughs> in gotten this particular most episode of though. Her... Yeah, I think I think because like given like how much time each of them have gotten overall, Yaz has gotten the least. And that's, so that's why I agree. I definitely wanted her to have more, but I think that for this just like you know, this particular episode I think that they were pretty even.
2: I feel like she didn't get and like so... an answer. Like she didn't I feel like she was active in ways that she hadn't been before. Um, and I feel like, you know, her with the, with Dan's listening and then dis- the disappearance and stuff was good. But in terms of, like, I don't know, a heroic. She didn't I get like, to,
1: like, save the day or, like, solve a puzzle the way that, yeah, like, Ryan figured out how yeah. to get down to She kind of, like, grabs Charlie or and then
2: he breaks loose. And I was like, oh, I was hoping she would, like get him you know like i didn't yeah, like
1: that I, part too i was really upset that he broke i was confused shoes. about the breaking I like, spree, but i but i think it was also
0: just the the end kind of fell apart i think it was kind of all, all of it together because i was like oh she he grabbed it like okay so now you're using her train and then he right, breaks free and, like, yes, and then they're woman. like and then he runs to the robots and they're like hey bro it's about to blow up and he just sits there and stares at him like he don't know what they're saying like all of a sudden he can't understand he just, the language that they're speaking and it wasn't clear why house. he had to die and like know. the end just felt weird. Yeah. Like I just, that whole, that whole scene felt like. By the way, all the like humans dying.
2: that we meet that are lower management die. <laughs> that are not oh, management die. Oh shit. Dies. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. I thought about that because I was like, oh, look at that. The managers yeah, the are the ones surviving. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see how it is. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm like, wait. you know, um, he's over here on some economic terrorism. Anxiety. So whatever. Yeah. Um.
1: Go to bed, <laughs> Why? Stop it! Don't eat What I is wrong think with why. you today? I don't
2: think I- <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I do like, I did like, and this was a dual moment. And I guess it's also shipping, but not actually. It's just my brain was just like, yes, standing together with the doctor um, in the office when they like, the doctor was like, well, you're going to have to deal with me. And they both stood up and I was like, Team TARDIS, because it was the right amount of people. And it was right. and <laughs> Yes. And I was like, yes, I love a coordinated stand with the camera low. <laughs> they looking all high.
0: I see it. <laughs> they no were yeah they sight. were cute Excellent. and then like the um i also yeah i liked that so like we got yas on our own but then we also got to see her with ryan and so they were like you know running Listen. sliding down shoots and stuff together and like they held hands for a minute obviously they're like jumping off of a conveyor belt so there's that but like but still. also
2: the doctor the doctor was like, let's go to this alcove. And I really thought she was about to push them in the alcove and then go somewhere else and leave oh, them nice. up to their own devices. And yet she was just like, so let me tell you about you Agatha dirty Christy. girl? Like, Listen, just a little space making out. Or at least just like, hey, we're trapped here together. Let's acknowledge that with some wiggly eyebrows. But we didn't even get any wiggly <laughs> eyebrows. No wiggly eyebrows. Not even some wiggly eyebrows.
0: But I do. I think I do like that. At the end, at least you know, as far as Yaz is concerned, that she kind of gets to like she, she gets get to make to a request. Emotional. Like she, she gets to be an emotional. Yeah, hero. She gets to be emotional, and yeah. she gets to be like, y- we should do this thing for Dan. Um, I will also point out just because like we are who we are. Um, she's like, can I make a request? And the doctor says always. And I'm just like, way to bring it back. Also, <laughs> way to continue to stand for Yaz. Right. like, like she- anything you want. I got but, oh, you I'm like every time why you even you ain't even gotta ask boo it's our we already it's there it's already
2: yours oh you wanna
0: go see Dan's daughter haha ha, plot twist I'm already outside her door <laughs> <laughs> I read your mind <laughs> the TARDIS knew and I knew we and all knew, I knew. together mm-hmm. always also the doctor brings back the Venusian Akito as well which was cool
2: and I've never warmed to you <laughs> which i like that there are callbacks to this same season mm-hmm. <laughs> which is just like oh we're far enough in now where it's not too not too much yeah yeah I'm never warm to you <laughs> i didn't warm to him she just doesn't no. like white people <laughs> white men and you know and you she know wasn't warm to white men i think is what no. we've learned so far
0: i think now that she's not one she kind of can like get some perspective and she sees like yeah. wow wow
2: she's right like-, like that used to be me wow
1: that's crazy. Ooh, that's why she Ryan, apologizes so
2: much. Like sorry,
1: She's y'all. sitting there like, wow, y'all dealt with me like this for how long? For 900 years like this? Or 10,000? What, 1,300? I don't know how old she is. That would be eyebrows and hair. Especially
0: and the eyebrows. Eyebrows. My God. Um, that was rude. Um, Ryan Ranson raves.
1: <laughs> eyebrows have been Ryan, the conversation of the evening. I need to so. co-host and or <laughs> someone will take my spot. Cause I'm quitting. Um, Ryan is the best. Ryan Listen, is the best. He, He's grabbing that bubble wrap. He was so delighted. He was like, "Oh yeah." He was like, "Oh look at this." She's like, "I got a fez. He's like, "I got some bubble wrap." <laughs> Everyone's happy.
2: Everyone was so happy. He was so delighted. Mm-hmm. And then him jumping into that chute. and not only the jump, but just like wait I, I actually I just need you to know that I have a coordination problem. well and then I'm not really good at it but I'm just I just so I'm gonna do this well, but you know
0: I I just need you to know that I well I like that he was like explaining it where he was like it takes me a while to get this yeah. but like I got it now cause I did it before and yeah. like I mean I shouldn't have done it but like I almost got fired but it's cool cause we gonna do it now and I got this like he was he was babbling a lot he was babbling it was-, it was adorable <laughs> it was like then- the cutest thing I
2: think we need to start counting the Ryan yells because they've been the <laughs> classic more like every it. time. And yeah. it's just like, <laughs> you just climb down there like,
1: ah! <laughs> it was
2: so good.
1: It was um, really good. I also like that his dyspraxia made a comeback. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's And it's not that like I like it like, oh, he's, it been you mentioned. know.
2: Every episode
1: or anything, but... But, yeah, it's just that it's, like, a thing that he mentions because it's important background information about him or something, you know. I don't know. Mm -hmm.
0: I think it was important for this, too, because he works in a warehouse, so I think that they kind of were playing that up, like, he, this is, like, an element or an environment that he is used to, but also, like, he wasn't always used to it and kind of, like, bringing up that it, yeah. you know, there was a learning curve for him. But now he's yeah. good, and he jumps down uh <laughs> shoots but
2: also, but homie, what you talking. doing at work that you climbing down, the, that you're jumping down shoots like that? Being,
1: being foolish. That's what he can. Doing. Being 19. 19. Being, being nineteen. Let, <laughs> me remember, let me remember. I mean, Graham makes a joke about his age at some point. I can't yeah. really remember what it was. but Oh, it was when point where they were
0: talking about, um... Charlie, I remember if you were we that Kiera and, and Charlie, yeah. and they were flirting, and he's like, I remember when you were like that. And Ryan's like, when? He's like, last month. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So rude. Uh, I have to do him like that. But
2: okay. He really didn't. But I do think that this episode also, it sort of mentions this dys- dyspraxia because he's in the most familiar situation. So it's kind of like triggering home, and at home mm-hmm. he has to deal with it more. Because he's not in space (laughs) in a fantastical, you know. I feel like maybe traveling in space has let him not feel quite so discoordinated, and so Mm -hmm.
1: he's now in a situation where like everyone's at a disadvantage in space. Like everyone being like, yeah, and Graham, and like they're all at the same like disadvantage, Mm -hmm. and like at this point, it's like, oh wait, I still have this extra Mm -hmm. thing.
2: Yeah. Um, So it was the most at home he's felt in space. And so I think it just sort of brought back other memories from home, which is like, oh, it took me a month to get used to working because I had to practice and do my routine the same way so that I can get used to what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) they showed up on that planet. He's like, wow, it's like being back at work. The doctor was like, that's a great idea. And he was just like... I.
0: No. I really I, yeah, because he was so not excited. Like, by the end, he was he was fine. Like, by the end, he was down. But, like, at the beginning, he was like, I didn't ask to come to a warehouse. Because like, that was why I joined the TARDIS. I specifically said in, in Interactive's in the UK, I specifically said that I would join Team TARDIS so that I could not work in a warehouse. So, how did you we end up out here? here? In the space and, like, warehouse. In the space warehouse
2: with the space robots?
0: Girl. Like... No, oh, thank you. Um, but I did like that he also was taking the lead. So then, like when they when he takes Yaz and Charlie, he's like, like they're kind of like, okay, what do we do? And he's like, I got this. Yeah, like, we're out. <laughs> like, and I appreciate that he was just like, like I know let's my do way around it. a warehouse. Like, yeah. I never been here before, but it's cool. <laughs>
1: We've <When you've laughs> been to one out. warehouse. We've been to them well,
2: all. all. All warehouses, mm-hmm. even in space, on a different planet, on the moon of a different planet, must be the same as this Earth warehouse back home. <laughs> but I mean, even he's that was
1: like I like that because he did that too When they like first landed He was like, beyond the doctor He was the first one to walk up like, let's go like, Yeah, he's like, I already you know? know what it is he's and, them
2: clowning, and them clowning uh, Graham for being the maintenance guy Was also great Because, yeah. yes man Be the trash man I've added maintenance man To our list of ways to refer to Graham we've been kind of slow on that so we'll try to yeah. try to get back he's, to that he's he listeners.
0: i don't think he should be there but he's not appalling and i think yeah. that that's why i have chilled a little bit because yeah. i mean yeah. i will say though that it was really like this is the first episode also where there were no other guest cast members that weren't of color so mm-hmm. it was like very stark to me that Yaz and Ryan were the only two people of color on th- in this episode. Yeah, which is not so my experience
2: like, in retail. <laughs> and like, and also,
1: yeah, I was, yeah, I work, was just like, know? damn, like this is okay, all right. We're. I another. mean, I think one thing to to say about that though is like, yeah, if mm-hmm. if only ten percent of people are going to have jobs, yeah. They're not it, going to be people of
0: color. And I feel like it's they definitely not going to be it. us. And like I think that if they were going to do that, then they should have done it. You yeah. know what I mean? Right.
2: And that's oh, the discussion yeah. we've been and having about like, they did, you know, Demons of the Punjab and they did Rosa. And those were all set in the past, where it's, it was like, racism is in the past. How do you in bring it, you bring you it, bring to, the it to the future? And this would have been a perfect mm-hmm. moment for... Ryan or Yas could have been like, well, my mate's back. You know, Ryan could have been like, well, this is not what warehouses look back where I come from. All the warehouses is just people who look like me. Um, mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have needed a whole thing. Just some sort of... It could just acknowledgement be a mention. Of, or like all of the um, people who were already got could have been all people of color, and then it's like,
0: well, of course you wait for the white people to be last, you mm-hmm. know? It's um, like, it's like in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when they're in, uh in space slash the future, spoilers, and Mac is like, yo, I already, like, we're not following after the monster because we already know who's going to be the first to die. So let's yeah. not do this. <laughs> like, I think it's, I think it's, I think it that, that's fine. Right. Cause they like shield isn't about race. Like they don't go right. all the way in like that, but like there are moments where the black dude is going to be like, yo, let's not do this. Cause this yeah. just doesn't seem like it's safe for right. me personally. Right. Like we've seen, I've watched the movies. I know what's about to happen. Like, it's a very easy way to, there's an easy way to acknowledge it without it
1: feeling it doesn't have to be really the evolves. central part of the narrative, but like you can yeah. admit. And it doesn't
0: listens. need to be something like, Oh, all my some of my you know, 'cause I think that like some of my best friends are robots is a way where it like it's a way for like white people to laugh, whereas like Ryan being like, Hey, hmm wonder where all the black people are is a way for black people to be like, hmm, yep. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> ben wondering. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's a it caters to a different audience. It hits a different note. Mm-hmm. Quotes
2: from the TARDIS. How would you like a warning for insubordination? I'd love one. I could add it to my collection. Also, I think the thing that makes these quotes so great is Jodie's accent. Like, I just listened to her talk. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you saying? This is so adorable.
1: <laughs> um, I have that with Yaz right now. I'm, like, I in think love they, with well, Yaz's they all accent. have,
0: like,
2: the, have same, the same accent. accent so... I just am so fascinated to hear them say words.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm such a butterfingers. I love butter. It's like oh, just oh, terrible nice. flirting. Yeah, um, I loved them flirting because, because I was sitting terrible. there. I had to go back a couple times because I like like they were flirting and it wasn't even about them flirting because I was like, okay, yeah, y'all are awkward as hell, but it was like <laughs> the doctor and her friend there all just kind of like looking at them. that like, they were looking up. at them, like,
1: they were lined Yeah,
0: they're just like. To- they were just like wow what's going
1: on here it was it was like and
0: also yikes they were just like yeah
1: <laughs> and then later they're like i ship it but they really need to get it together <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Graham was
2: just like wow i can see something he's just like how can you tell i just have a psychic it's one of my psychic powers really no <laughs> you're mad obvious and terrible everybody in a
1: mama can tell
2: <laughs> even the robots Everyone. can tell
1: and they don't have feelings Please. oh that just got scary that didn't need to be scary laters oh not doing that again sticking with bye. I love that because it kind of reminded me of who Demand.
0: yes how does she tries things out yeah, yeah.
1: She's
0: like, just, oh yeah I, I say that but now I think she could
2: rock a laters yeah. I thought she rocked it
0: yeah she just said she just personal choice you know
2: yeah ever hidden in a paneled alcove no you haven't lived And in 1,300 years, or however old she is, there have been plenty of paneled alcove. So many. Also, again, I really thought she was leaving them there. Mm
1: -hmm. To just sort themselves out. SS Rasmataz, now is not the time. That's coming at the season finale. True.
0: Talking of wasps, did I ever tell you about me and Agatha Christie? Yes! Like, I think what was funny is this time it made me, like, I think I, like, shouted. I was like, oh, yes! But, like, because she's been doing it for, like, at least since episode four, where she'll just be like, I once did this thing, and it's been random shit that, like, you know, we didn't see. So I didn't expect it to be anything that we knew about. I expected it to be another obscure, random reference. And And I also, and, like, the way that Yaz and Ryan kind of react to when she says like random shit they're just like yo now's not the time (laughs) but someone was like yeah let's talk about it let's do it and she has (laughs) time to actually
2: tell them the story they were hiding in the alcove for who knows how long now I feel bad for Ryan and Yaz who are just sitting there like and then the wasp did what Mm. (laughs) really
0: brought a big stinger and you know Donna and her amazing powers of detection and then I almost died by poison but Donna saved me
2: the Harpy It's <laughs> <laughs> a solid episode though. That's I think that's why we're also so excited, is that it's such it's actually it's a good, good
1: one. one. It's it's one that you do want to hear about. I do yeah. want to hear about you and Agatha Christie because that was don't watch great. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem with conspiracies. There's just there's so much to think about. I love that because it's one of the things where like it's the biggest thing that our argument against conspiracies that I've always found really compelling is like no one can keep all those moving parts together. Like that's why conspiracies don't. Yeah. Like there are some like Watergate was a conspiracy. Like there are some conspiracies, but like those big so-and-so killed JFK and we've known about it for 30 years or like 50 years and all that stuff. Like we can't, nobody's keeping that secret that long. Yeah. Like someone's going to fuck it up. So.
2: <laughs> and even in the moment, it's just like too much.
1: Yeah. Like, and think- so I just, I love that they, they like She says that
2: and I feel like I know someone who who says that I don't know I, well, For some reason I thought it was one of you But maybe not But there's someone that I know I think know. It's someone
1: in our Slack Because I think we did have a conspiracy conversation <laughs> in the Slack
2: Yeah there's just <laughs> like someone that I can't remember right now Where it's just like No I don't like this because I can't keep up with all these yeah. With all the lies And all the deceit And all the things you can't talk about and I just really relate to that idea, even though I consider myself a decent secret keeper. Con and Sinclair, the greatest detectives in the galaxy. Facts. Ship it. Detective <laughs> Razitaz. <laughs> just let us ship it, really. But if, if they don't let us ship it, that's what fanfiction is for. And if like I, I don't, feel like I if am. And, I'm and
0: fine. Get together. I'm also fine with that at this mm-hmm. point. Right. But I just, you know.
2: And, like, honestly, Ryan they're probably going to have no one well, get actually, together.
0: I was going to say, I'm actually not fine with that, only because the doctor is 1,300 years
1: old. And she's yeah, married to River Thong. Like, yeah, she's that. There's a I mean, separation
2: happening right now, and I'm not happy well, about so, it, but I understand that that's what's happening.
0: Yeah. Like, so, I mean, part of me is like, yeah, let's ship it, but then also part of me is like, don't, because doctor and, and human romances get yikes yeah, yeah real quick real really fast need to do it so check out blackgirlscreate.org <laughs> follow us on twitter at we black and nerds um use the hashtag tarbis to talk all things doctor who with us and with others um join our slack where we have a channel dedicated to conversations about doctor who review us <laughs> sometimes on iTunes. those
2: conversations take, left take a left field
0: but that's fine <laughs> but i um, enjoy cool. them Rate and review us on iTunes and where podcasts are found. No, but seriously, guys, Um, rate and review
2: us on iTunes, please. If you want to leave a nice little comment on what you like about the show, that'd be great. I mean, you're in the app. Just, like, open the app right now. And whatever app you're listening to us in, just, you know, click that five star. (laughs) Just click that five star and just be like, I love these girls because such and such and such. I'm not going to tell you what to say, but, you know, just be moved from your heart. Your two hearts.
0: Boom. Um, Tarvis is a part of Hard Knock Media we are a part of the Nerds of Color podcast network including podcasts Hard Knock Life, Southern Fried Asian DC TV Classics, Ask My Girls Daisy Geek Girls, We're Not All Ninjas in that moment um, and you can check out all these podcasts at hardnocmedia.com
2: thank you for listening you can join us next week when we discuss episode 8, The Witch Finders which is apparently the second Doctor Who story written and directed by a woman in all Ever. 55
1: years. Yep. Written so. by a woman, directed by a woman,
2: both mm-hmm. and both and mm-hmm. so. not the same
1: woman. Not the same correct. woman, but correct. Two correct. women. Correct. Absolutely. Yes.
2: Um so yes. that should be interesting. Bye guys. Um. I mean, Bayana distracted me with her critiques of white British men. So I wasn't, I got Rude. distracted is what I'm saying. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> I got distracted by Biana calling someone, I won't name names, um, human naked no, mole rat,
0: but, yeah. so I was watching the Hurting episode. burning
1: my feelings in the process.
0: <laughs> you, don't think that, you don't think that the moment before Matt Smith, uh, clone oh she's just naming names now in well we're on the doctor who podcast but i'm just saying in the rebel flesh you didn't think that before he fully trains, you thought that you didn't think that that was much of a change like when he came out the little white tub he didn't have to do much to not look to look like himself you anyway any- you're telling me that they don't look like living flesh and i am just saying and I'm not saying this as a critique on how, like, on their, like, whatever. If you like them, if you think that they're cute, that's fine. I just also would like you to concede.
1: Okay. How? Okay. How? How am I supposed to yeah. you like them, you think they're cute, but I'd also like you to concede that they were, like, melting, like is- melting piles of flesh. Both and. Both and.
0: Yes. Okay, I also, so. I I'm here for nuance. I have nothing if not... <laughs> an advocate Mm. the black girls
2: have the box